Circle Podcast Network's sports show. Cheers, sir. Love it. Uh, Cheers. If you're watching, what you will notice is I'm not Mr. Randall T, or he's not Mr. Chris Wetzke, <laughs> and there's definitely no Adam Simmons here or Bobby popping in. This is just me, Joe B from Any Podcast, and Mr. Uncle Randy. You're goddamn right. From Married AF, taking over while the boys are getting a little rest. And we are going to talk some UFC, some MMA, talk about what we like to talk about. Hell not, yeah. ju- not just fantasy football, not just, uh, what do they do, curling? I think they Baseball, like- <laughs> for God's sakes. I was listening last week. I like their fantasy football stuff. But fucking God, I can't do baseball anymore, and I loved baseball when uh, I was younger. Yeah. Uh, but it was, uh, so we are taking over just a little mini show for you, kick off, just so you know we, you ain't missing nothing. Um, fights past weekend, I'm, I'm just ready to dive right in, at least with this point. So fights last weekend, you had Colby Covington versus Robbie Lawler, Covington won. Outclassed him? Is that how you'd phrase oh, it? Oh, for God's sakes, absolutely. And I picked this fight wrong. I sent you. I told you I took Lawler. I just yeah. love Lawler. Um, I went emotional with that pick, but I'll tell you, I'll never do it again. Uh, Robbie uh, Colby Covington, for anyone that watched that fight, that was, the, that was a no-hit shutout, to equate it to baseball, for all the baseball listeners here. Uh, he won it clean on all the scorecards. Threw over 520 significant strikes, UFC record in a fight, significant strikes. Landed 10 of his 18 takedowns. Took Robbie down 10 times. I mean, it was a fucking masterpiece. And to be a a Southpaw wrestler like Colby, like I went back and watched the the film or the video of the fight. (laughs) Say the film, but whatever. And it's just fucking impressive. He's like a Nate Diaz, but that can wrestle. He doesn't have the jujitsu because he uses that. Like, he'll take you down, right? And everybody was giving him shit about his garbage rear naked choke attempts. He doesn't try to submit you. He's doing that to get the ref to not stand it up and make you tired. He's putting garbage chokes and just kind of pressing on your neck. Exactly. Making you carry his weight. I've never seen anyone shut Robbie Lawler down like that. So I'm a believer. You may not like him. I may not like him as a pro. Well, actually, now I do. Now that I've seen this, uh, it's fucking incredible. It, it it's funny because like there is that controversy around him, which I think obviously turns people off. I mean that and going against uh, Lawler is definitely like, yep, I it's Lawler, man. How can you how do you 
How are you going to go against Lawler? Seriously. Yeah. Like, he's just, his whole camp, his his career, he's a pioneer. I, I said same with you, but I've been impressed with at least Covington's last couple of fights where it's like, he might do it. He might do it. But. I don't know if anybody can beat him now. He's 15 and one. He's only got one loss and he's won seven in a row. You know, what he is, is, you know, he's Chael Sonnen's protege. Like a lot of people know that yeah. he's a, he's in that cut, you know, he's done a lot of uh, studying with Chael, but he's a better striker. People don't give him enough credit. They think he's just a wrestler, but if you watch, he's got the most incredible chain wrestling I've ever seen. And for those who don't know what that is, it's like transitional wrestling. It's MMA wrestling. You know, it's not just wrestling that you see in high school and college and the Olympics. It's real transitional, you know, to be able to go from strikes to knees to elbows to a takedown. And what he does so well, you know, he's a southpaw. So he'll he'll do a, a jab for people that do any boxing. That's your one. Your straight is a two. And you got your hook, that's a three. And you can come up with an uppercut, that's a four. Kobe will throw a one, two, three takedown. But all three will land. And just kind of like what it had Robbie doing was Robbie would be covering up, and then he's on the mat. You know, he never even got to fire back. The pressure's incredible. So with the welterweight division, does he get the title shot against Usman? You got to. The post-fight was the best I've ever seen. They took uh, Kobe because Kamari was one of the commentators. And so they took him up to the table afterwards. And they had the best promo. They were just both taking their shit off. Like, let's just do it now. Like, it was great. For me as a wrestling fan, I bought into it for the <laughs> promo of it. But they really want to get after it, you know. And uh, Kobe uh, knows how to press those buttons. And I just don't see how you can deny him. He was the interim champ. You stripped him because he had to have his nose fixed. Um, You know? You got to let him do it, especially with all this political fighting. And he's a, you know, he's made it part of his shtick of him being a Trump supporter. It's just beautiful. Like, <laughs> you can't ask for anything better. Plus, the motherfucker can go. His cardio is the best on planet Earth. So what do you do with Masvidal then? After the uh, <clears throat> fastest knockout in the world? Honestly, I think the the only way to... If you want to have George to do a title fight, you have him sit and fight the winner of Kobe and Usman, and you turn that around quick because Kobe didn't take any damage Just call from Jorge Robbie. George. Yeah, that's what everybody his friends call him George, right. and we're friends. All right. All right. Everyone else calls him Jorge, but they call him George. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think you have him sit if you want to save him. Because if you don't, if you just want to capitalize on his heat, I think you match him and Leon up and do the part two of the three piece. Have them set to fight, and the winner of that fights the winner of uh, Kobe and uh, Usman, and Tyrone Woodley just has to kick rocks because he never fights, and he uh, yeah, he's an gets hurt now. too damn much. He's Robbie a- took uh, – it wasn't Robbie. Who was Kamari, I think, took Tyron's soul in that fight where he beat Tyron. I mean, dude, he beat him bad enough that his own <laughs> – Tyron's mom was like, don't you be sorry for none of that. Like, you know, <laughs> no shit. Like, she was like high fiving <laughs> Usman, like, there it is, baby. Like, damn, yeah. bro. All right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I would like to see uh, Colby and Jorge go at it. Maybe that's how What's, he gets his title shot. 
what's interesting to me about this division, I want to ask you, is Ben Askren, right? So he got, of course, destroyed in five seconds by George, the best highlight knockout of all time. He's going to be fighting Maya, and I think he's going to take an L there. That's a very Ooh. dangerous fight. And then Askren's one and what is he? One and two in the UFC. Yeah. And a lot of people question that one against Robbie. Yeah. yeah. So that's a dangerous fight for him to fight uh, Damian Maya. In my opinion, that motherfucker, you don't never want to fight him. No, but it, He'll I mean, his striking's improved too, so it's not just his ground game. But I would say Askren was, I mean, he took it. Oh, he did. He. <laughs> He took it like a champ, and after Robbie uh, <laughs> lost to uh, Kobe Covington, um, Ben Askren apologized to the whole world for losing on Twitter. He said, I'm sorry that I lost to George, because now you have to listen to Kobe, and uh, he calls uh, Kamari Usman Marty. He said, you got to listen to those two talk shit, and it's going to be unbearable. So hopefully they turn that around and they fight quick, though. Uh, Jim Miller. Over Clay Guida, I I should have sent it to you. I would have picked Jim over that. Yeah, I would have too. I thought it went about like I expected. Uh, with Jim, you know, it's what's funny about him is that people don't know about is he's uh, he's just now getting treated for his Lyme disease, like good treatment that's got it under control. Oh, really? So, like, yeah, the last three years he's been fighting with Lyme disease yeah. and it wasn't controlled. And he said after this fight, he's like, I finally got the shit under control with the right medicines. Oh, dope. And I feel dangerous again. So, I mean, Clay Guida's no easy bitch. No, he's but, a bad motherfucker. Yeah, but Miller's got that ground game. That's where yeah. I think that's what separates him with Clay. If he was going to stand there and bang with Clay, like, I could I could give that to Clay. But Miller's sure. got that submission game. So, it's it was almost like a no-brainer. He's just going to get him down, make quick work of him if he can. But, I mean... I like Guida, dude. The carpenter still bangs even <laughs> what is love he, him, dude. Yeah, dude. I love that monster, man. His fucking hair. And you just can't. He's a beast. You came into yeah. uh, Diego Sanchez. I wish could fight forever. Yeah. Diego's uh, borderline lost his shit, though. He's went off the cuckoo's nest with this last. Yeah. He fired his whole camp. You know, he left uh, fucking uh, whatever their camp is down there. Fucking. Who's that? Winkle John, John, right? John. Yeah, that, yeah, Winkle John. And uh, he had one guy in his corner for that Clay Guida fight, and it's some guru psychology guy. Butt toucher. Yeah, and, you know, he's talking about that he found the anti-aging truth and crystals <laughs> and shit. I'm like, he's going through a divorce. He's in, he's hitting that middle-age crisis, man. I feel bad for him. You got to tell him, he's fucking still... eat big steaks, lift heavy weights. That's how you get it Dude. done. And punch people in the face and let them cut your face off. I mean, Diego, he wins when his face is hanging off of his skull. That's when he wins. He needs somebody to cut him really bad and piss him off. Because there's nobody scarier than a fucking Diego Sanchez biting down on his mouthpiece. That's a terrifying uh, thing to look at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Frankie Edgar, not, he wasn't on this past one, was he? No, it was no, the, uh, a week before. The one before, right? Yeah, that we yeah. Uh, that we didn't get to touch on during Married AF. Mm-hmm. Uh, his loss, what do you, he's going to drop down to 135 now? That's what he's thinking? 
I don't I don't know. I mean, I think that's what his uh his coach wants him to do and what every uh you know, talking head wants him to do because he's always been an undersized 145er and he's been a champ at 155. People don't remember that. Yeah. He was a 155 champ. He's been a 145 perennial uh, number one contender and he could make 135. So it's incredible. Who knows? I mean, I, I say go down. But part of Frankie's whole thing is he needs to be motivated as I'm the smaller guy that nobody thinks can win. So. I don't know. I'd be interested to see it. I don't think he's done at all. He's not getting outclassed. He just, he just got beat up. Yeah, yeah, because he's usually the smaller fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was listening to a show. They were saying that he actually has to work to get to the heavier weight. Like, he has to act of the game, but he is closer to a 135-pounder at mm-hmm. walking around. Yeah. So I'm, Did you see the size difference with him and Max Holloway? Yeah. Unfucking believable. Well, even him and um, what's the dude? Brian Ortiz <laughs> or Ortega. Ortega, yeah. Dude, he's You're right. He's a giant for one forty-five. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he is. And Frankie Stone Cold had uh, starched him. No, he starched Frankie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Ortega Edgar, hit him. Got yeah, him with Edgar, that elbow. Edgar lost. First him. one to finish him. Yeah. Like he looked like he was he was going to give Holloway a run for his money until Holloway schooled the hell out of him. But yeah, Max. The thing is with Max, he's so great. You know, he's so long and rangy, and I don't know. I actually enjoyed that fight though because they're both so classy. Sometimes I like the trash bullshit, the Kobe's, but I also like the Max Holloways. Max Holloway is as respectful as it'll get, but you know, if you fuck with him, you're going to get the truth, and you're going to get the fucking three and ten piece dropped right on you yeah fucking hawaiians don't play but it'd be interesting to see Edgar there i mean but it's crazy to think of his fights with like gray maynard do where oh, like legendary and that was at 155 so to have such a hard time at like 145 to now have to go down to 135 see but a lot of that i attribute to and it, it makes us feel old but the Frankie Edgars and shit are a generation removed. You know, these younger guys, these Max Holloways that are the next generation after Frankie are so much better because they've trained all aspects, right? Like when it was Frankie and like Gray Maynard was just a wrestler that would pound your face, right? That was his only, his martial art was wrestling, which is a great one. But these kids now, man, they know all the shit. Yeah. It's definitely a lot different. Um, we are live stream on YouTube, in case you didn't know. Oh, very nice. And uh, DJ from the Untrade and iPod says, what's up, fellas? So, what's up? What's up, DJ? DJ. Uh, any MMA questions, try to throw them. Maybe we'll answer. Maybe we won't. Uh, I don't know. who 135 is... Ooh, Cejudo? I don't know, man, dude. Cejudo's a tough motherfucker, dude. His improvement from the first time that DJ beat the shit out of him to now, like his other fight with him, and then even after that, like Cejudo seems to have come in his own. That would be hard. I think a hard is a hard fight for Frankie. For sure. I mean, him or uh, Benavidez, uh, you know. <laughs> Poor Benavidez. I know. So close all the time. He's a bridesmaid like a motherfucker, man. 
Uh, the gatekeeper, man. Holy shit. He's still fighting. What I'm, what I'm more interested in, and I think it's getting under-promoted as fuck because DC's getting all the, you know, DC and Stipe, is fucking Showtime and Nate Diaz. Yeah, I'm surprised that's not getting as uh, much attention. That would be what I'm putting on every commercial. That's two dudes that are going to be a bloody mess after that fucking fight. Hopefully, yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. That's the one coming up, uh, was it the 17th? Yep, August 17th. Hell yeah. You got you got three great fights on that card, and that's it. The rest is dog shit. But you got DC Stipe, you got uh, Pettis and Diaz, and you got Yoel Romero and that steroided other freak from, uh, I think he's also from Cuba. That's a dime piece and bodied up as fuck. <laughs> Cuban so genetics. Two ster- yeah, two genetic freaks right there. And I can never bet against Yoel Romero. Dude, that no. guy's a fucking phenomenon. Yeah. He's built like an action hero. And he's 40. <laughs> uh, he's fucking Fucking jacked. nuts. I love you. I love you. I, lo- I love you, Michael. Dude, that was some of the funniest shit. Tell me it wasn't creepy, though. Nah, that he- voice saying, I love you, Michael. <laughs> no, he's a scary individual, bro. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear my name being called. But that was like a funny post- uh, post-fight interview where he's yelling up to him oh shit. oh yeah even joe rogan was shitting his pants a little <laughs> so now uh cyborg's done right they let her go she, she played her wrong cards wrong man you know you can only fuck with the big dog so many times before dana white's gonna pull out his big dick and say you know what hey let's compare dicks mine's bigger i have more money bye-bye she she assassinated dana's character and whether she's right or wrong he's the boss you're not gonna win that yeah yeah no, that's true yeah, well mm, dippy dippy <laughs> this dip break have sponsored you, uh, <laughs> sponsored by podcoin <laughs> have you uh did you hear her apology though what she did no i heard that like yeah. she she caught him on video right she's the one that released the video yes but she you can go to her twitter feed Yesterday, she came out and apologized for that video that she leaked and admitted that her uh, PR people doctored it and edited it to change and make Dana say what she wanted. And this is after Dana said, you're fired. We're done with you because you lied about that's a lie. And she admitted it. You can go to her Twitter feed now. She's like, I'm an honest person. I'm going to admit it. You're dumb is what you are. You got a bad team around you. That was yeah, that's stupid. The worst decision I've ever heard. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> She'll go to Bellator. I mean, Amanda Nunez waxed that ass. It wasn't even close. Her times passed. She's had too many stalemates because she's obviously hard to work with, or she would have been booked more. I mean, I hate to say that because I don't know her personally. But if a person doesn't fight very much, that shows they're difficult to fucking promote. It's like the Diaz brothers. Yeah. They've got to be hard as fuck. They don't fight but every two or three years, if you're yeah. lucky. Yeah. But I still love them, so the bitches. They're my number ones, goddamn. Diaz, yeah. Cyborg is whatever. Like, Not Cyborg. I don't really care. I mean, I <sighs> but there was nothing for for her to fight anyways, right? Nobody was lining up. I mean, Christ, Duranda made like gave up the belt so that she didn't have to fight Cyborg. Whether it's because she took steroids a long time ago or not, it's like people weren't lining up. Like, oh shit, let me get that number. 
until uh, Nunez knocked her out. And then everybody's like, shit, I'll take a piece now because that Mike Tyson, yeah. uh, you know, demeanor's gone. Because yeah. Amanda Nunez damn knocked that shit right out of her face. Yeah, but Nunez is fucking a beast on her own, dude. She's outclassed yeah, everybody. People, people call her one of, you know, the best women's fighter. Shit, I put her up there as one of the best just fighters. She's an animal. Oh, I, I picture her as the, the number one fighter. I mean, she's got hands so good. And she's beat legends. For sure. All of them. She's the killer. Ronda, Holly, uh, Misha Tate. Like, she took took out everybody. Cyborg. Cyborg was the biggest, like, no one's ever going to beat her. Yeah. Not in an MMA fight. Nunez made quick work. Took Cyborg's best shot and then knocked her ass out, which is, you know, just undeniable. She's a fucking legend killer. So the rematch to me never really made a whole lot of sense because for a rematch, I want it to at least be competitive. Like I hate to see them turn around when they're not competitive. Fights that deserve good rematches are like the Connor and Diaz fights, both of them. Uh, Those those are people that are made to fight each other. It's going to be good every fucking time. I wish they'd just get this trilogy shit over. Hell yeah. Because right now I think they're going to bring Connor and give him the winner of Poirier and Khabib. And if it's Khabib, he's going to get murdered again. It just makes no damn sense. He, Yeah, he should not. They, He should come in, if anything, if you need to, not that it's a warm-up fight. I don't know. Find somebody that you think stylistically will make a good fight. Don't, you know what I mean? And then. Give him yeah. a chance to win. Yeah. Because if he loses again, his credibility, he's lost four out of five. Yeah, it's it's tough. You like his whiskey? Nah, it's not great. No, I don't. It's all right. I like. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> I like to send it out for the retweet. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's mid grade. I th- honestly, I think Jameson's a little better. If I'm being honest. Yeah, no, I agree. You did you hear about their promotion they did right after? No, they had Holloway go to Ireland to be the spokesperson. Like he was selling Jameson in Ireland. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm. Oh shit. Um. That's the fight to make also that people I think would be a great fight is Holloway Connor too, because Connor beat a 21 year old Max Holloway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was his last loss. Well, up until uh, he went up and fought and lost recently up a weight class. But if they could do a catch weight or even if they decide to do 155, I would watch that fight. But I just wish the UFC would just suck it the fuck up after Diaz and uh, Showtime fight, book Nate and Connor to open up the 165 division and crown a fucking early champion. Just let them fight for the first belt. Start the fucking weight class. You can eliminate it right after if you want, but there'll be 750 million buys. Yeah. Who do you have in that Diaz fight? Oh, Diaz. Me All too. day. Showtime's looked very good his last fight. Oh, he has, and he's got like, confidence again. The difference with him is he had lost his confidence, yeah. his swagger for a minute. Well, I mean, he went on a slide for a little bit. He went from champion to fucking, you know, down, quick down slide, and then had to rebuild to get back up. And he quit cutting weight, you know, that makes a big difference. He's fighting what, basically what he walks around at, and then when he starched Wonder Boy. That was impressive. I mean, because Wonder Boy was working him. I mean, Show Pettis's nose was shattered. Yeah, no, it was He's definitely impressive. One shot, boom. 
But he's my underrated uh, Uncle Randy's overrated fighter of the night is Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. That, that fucker's always been overrated to me. That's fair. It'd be interesting because he's got that same style, kind of like Michael Venom Page. Like, how would it translate if he came over? But he has no chin. Yeah. Just no one would ever hit him. This is what pisses me off, though. I want to know your thoughts on this because I think the most un. The person that's not reaching their potential the most in MMA that drives me nuts is Tyron Woodley. Facts. He has he is so much better, but he quit throwing his hands when he fought like Wonder Boy the first time, and he and he's never thrown them since. Like it's weird, and he's got that bomb of a right hand. Yeah, yeah, they <sighs> frustrates me. Who do you got between DC and? Uh, Stipe in the rematch. Stipe. Ooh, shit, dicks. Yeah, I think I think he's Stipe. coming for fucking coming for broke. He has been like in the shadows. You haven't heard him doing interviews. Mm-mm. No talking shit. He's been like isolated in a basement somewhere. So I can see what you're saying. I think there is going to be a very motivated Stipe. Well, I think nobody respects him, dude. Like he he's not even <clears throat> talked about. He's the number one heavyweight of all time. I mean, granted, like it's four wins, but they're monsters that he's beaten to get there. You're absolutely right. No one can dispute that argument. You're 100% right. He's the greatest heavyweight UFC champ of all time. Defended the most. It's unquestionable. But, but yeah, he's never picked up the respect that he deserved with the fans for some reason. I don't know what it is. Is it fans or it's the UFC? I mean, whatever it is, like they should be pitching him all the time. The dude still is a firefighter. He was champion oh, of the I know. world. Like, I would be building around him too. I mean, he's a great ambassador. Uh, he doesn't get in trouble. No. He's a family man. I mean, for sure, he's easy. But with him and DC, they're both that nice. Yeah. Like, this could be the most like two patty cake nice guy fight on planet Earth. But I still think DC wins because I think DC beats anyone that's not named John Jones. And that, I think, changes if they fight a third time because I think John Jones is on the downside. He has not impressed me in four fights. He's become a decisionator, goddamn. He's not the John Jones that used to attack and try to end fights. Now he's the decisionator. Do you think part of it is even if he's not on steroids now or allegedly whatever, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. But now, like, if he, I mean, no matter what it is, if he doesn't crush a, a performance enough or, or fight up to what, one, there's usually long layovers in between these fights. So I think he's one that needs to fight often to stay lubed up. Yeah. But if he puts on, like, some crazy-ass performance, or is, is everything going to be questioned, like, oh, he's on roids. <laughs> well, did you, you see, you saw uh, his last fight with Santos, right? And how that dude, that, cl- that fight was so damn close and both of his knees were completely obliterated. Yeah. Both of them were rebuilt after the fight, like full, every ligament, tendon shot. And so that's one thing. He, be, he, he squeaked that out. <clears throat> it was really close. But I think John Jones, where one thing I will give him is he's a fighter that fights up or down to his competition, right? Like if his competition, he needs a DC as much as DC needs him for their um, legacies. He needs somebody that's going to come in there and push him like Gustafson did in their first fight to really see his greatness. And that just hurts me because it 
you know, I wish I had a tenth of his athletic ability. No, no kidding, huh? He's a fucking beast. But him and his brother at a raunchy strip club. I don't <laughs> think John Jones did this shit. I think somebody's trying to make a name, clearly. But make better decisions, goddamn. John Jones, for fuck's sake, get your shit together for a minute. Uh, yeah, I wish I had half the talent. Quarter, I'll take a quarter of the talent that that, that family has. But him, he is definitely one of my favorite fighters, but it is hard to always root for him when it's always like, it's like that line in uh, liar, liar, where after Jim Carrey can tell the truth and the guy calls and he <laughs> hangs up the phone. He's like, stop breaking the law, asshole. It's, it's as simple as that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just, it drives me nuts. Cause I think John Jones is a man that doesn't know. He doesn't know who he is. I'm not on a fighter level on a personal level. He can't decide, do I want to be, because I do think he's a guy, a very spiritual guy that has a lot of faith. I really believe that in his family, mm-hmm. despite his fuckery, everybody, there's a lot of religious people that also fuck around. So I'm not, that's totally okay. He can't decide which one he really is. And so I think he needs to resolve that shit, get his personal life in order. Right. And he'll kill everybody for five, six more years. Yeah. But if he doesn't get it in line, I think one of these young uh, whippersnappers going to give it to him, or maybe DC. It'd be interesting to see. I think DC can do it. Yeah, maybe. DC's getting uh, he's getting it long in the tooth. That uh, I've been watching his camp and stuff of him getting in shape for Stepe, and you can never go based on his body because yeah. DC's built like every man, like it's <laughs> awesome. But golly, boy, he he packs on the fat tummy for heavyweights. It gives him that power, though. Yeah. I mean, that's what, like, Roy Nelson did. Same thing. No shit. Big Roy. Yeah. Big country. But uh, that is pretty much everything. Who was the other fight? It's the third fight that you had said earlier. On- Yoel Romero. How's that? You got Yoel Romero. Uh, you got DC. And you got uh, Pettis and Diaz. Yeah, that's it. Dope. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, I think Yoel's going to obliterate somebody. Uh, I tell everybody where they can find you. Thanks for stepping in. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. I love this shit, man. I love shooting the shit and talking MMA with you. Fuck yeah. Um, You can can, uh, reach us at uh, Married as Fuck on Twitter. Uh, I think it's Married AF Podcast on the other shits on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Um, But check us out. Goddamn. Hell yeah. And Joe B. Any podcast. We'll be live on our OG channel this Wednesday, August 7th, back on the original shit. We're out of trouble, so look for us there and everywhere else, especially on PodCoin. Absolutely, goddamn. Hell yeah, dude. It was a great time, man. Thanks for coming out. Anytime, brother. Hell yeah. Dude, fucking Twitter is the garbage gutter of the earth, but man, it is such a love-hate thing with me. The other day, I was at the gym yesterday. I was doing tricep extensions or tricep pull-downs, and there's a guy next to me, like 60 years old, 
on the other part of the pull-down machine. And I'm in between sets, so I pull up my Twitter, hit refresh, and a chick jacking off a huge black dick. And I know the guy saw it. 